Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys Week 13 Wide Receiver Rankings for Fantasy Football in 2020. Inside of this video, I'm going to be touching upon my top 32 wide receivers ranked for Week number 13 and why I have them ranked at each individual spot. Now, before I get into it, I'd like to ask if that at any point inside of this video that you guys end up enjoying, end up having a great time, to please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship and real quick before we get even deeper into it i'd like to give you guys a quick word from my friends and my sponsor over at overlaydfs.com overlaydfs.com is my favorite way to play daily fantasy sports on the interwebs they do have two options on their website the progressive tournaments as well as the matchup shop but my favorite place to make that young moolah like my name was little wayne is on the matchup shop it's pretty simple who scores more fantasy points some examples from monday night football miles sanders minus nine fantasy points or boston scott plus nine fantasy points dk metcalf minus half a point or tyler lockett plus half of a point it is so so simple you can put up as much money as you want and it is so easy to win anyone could do it you guys do research all week long to win your fantasy football matchup so why not win some extra cash on top of it on overlaydfs.com again make sure you guys check it out overlaydfs.com and we are back let's get into it. week 13 wide receiver rankings we began with wide receivers 1 through 12 coming in at number one on the week we got Devontae Adams versus the Philadelphia Eagles we saw last week a guy ranked slightly lower on here DK Metcalf take Darius Slay and just shut him up. Darius Slay looked like a bitch boy trying to guard Devontae Adams. I think, or not Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf. And I think Devontae Adams is going to do the exact same thing to one of the most overrated corners in the NFL, Devontae Adams. Here, I like him at number one on the week. At number two, we have Tyreek the Freak Hill versus the Denver Broncos. Last week, this man hit the deuces, I believe, three times in that game up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He just murdered, murdered the Buccaneers it was, it was amazing. Tyreek Hill, that was one of the best games of his career, if not the best game of his career. And I don't expect him to have another career game here up against the Denver Broncos, but it's definitely possible against that Broncos defense. And number three, we have DeCalf Metcalf, DK Metcalf versus the New York football Giants. Now the Giants don't have the worst defense in the NFL, but Seattle Seahawks have one of the best offenses in the NFL. And I think that DK Metcalf is able to put up another solid performance in a row here up against the Giants at number three. At number four, we have KA Keenan Allen versus the New England Deflatriots. Keenan Allen is one of the crispiest route runners in the NFL, and he's going to crisply nut all over the New England Patriots defense because Stephon Gilmore, frankly, just does not look the same this season. I feel like Herbert is just going to throw 7 million yards in this game, even though they're probably going to end up losing because Anthony Lynn is an idiot. At number five, we have A.J. Brown versus the Cleveland Browns. A.J. Brown has been very productive this season for the Tennessee Titans. Even when they kind of have down passing games, A.J. Brown is still able to elevate himself amongst the rest in fantasy football. This week up against the Cleveland Browns, I expect it to be a close matchup in which A.J. Brown plays very well. I like him here at number five. At number six, we have Adam Thielen versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Adam Thielen here is in for a humongous smash spot as long as they don't run the ball 7 million times, but I personally don't think they will because Dalvin Cook is coming into this game injured, so I don't feel like they're going to give him a full workload, and Adam Thielen, as well as Justin Jefferson, are going to be able to play very well and feast up against a bad Jacksonville Jaguars defense. At number 7, we have Calvin Ridley versus the New Orleans Saints. Now, whether or not uh, Julio Jones suits up. Shouldn't matter too much for Calvin Ridley, but I do definitely think it hurts the team as a whole. They look like a bunch of chickens with their fucking heads cut off trying to win a game without Julio Jones. But even if Matt Ryan doesn't perform as well, Calvin Ridley still should be fine as a top eight 
wide receiver. At number eight, we have Justin Jefferson versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. We kind of just talked about this, but Jefferson is in for a big game here up against Jacksonville. Both of these guys are tremendous wide receivers for the Minnesota Vikings. I watched a interview with Kirk Cousins talking about Justin Jefferson on part of my take, and it was very interesting to know that he figured out just a couple weeks into the season how good Justin Jefferson was because they didn't have uh, obviously preseason or anything, so he wasn't sure how good he was, but as of recently, him and uh, Kirk have developed a really good connection, Jefferson that is, and I feel like he's in for a really big spot here up against a bad Jaguars defense. At number nine, we have Stephon Diggs at the San Francisco 49ers. This is another case of where I really like Diggs, but Diggs hasn't been performing amazing as of recently. He hasn't really been that top 10 wide receiver that we kind of felt like he would be this year with Josh Allen after seeing the first couple of games, but that doesn't mean that Josh Allen is fucking, and Stefan Diggs are just on the wrong page or something. Here against San Francisco, it should be a good matchup for Diggs where I feel like he should be able to perform quite well as a top 10 wide receiver. At number 10, we have Allen Robinson versus the Detroit Lions. Now, I highly doubted uh, Allen Robinson last week up against the Green Bay Packers. Now, I wasn't doubting Allen Robinson's skills at all. I talked about how great of a wide receiver Allen Robinson was all offseason and really talked him up. But at the beginning of the year, we saw with Mitch Trubisky, Allen Robinson really struggle to be that guy for fantasy football. But he performed as that dude, la- or performed, I think I said performed or something fucking stupid. But he did perform last week or perform pretty well up against the Green Bay Packers with Kiss and Titties Mitchell Trubisky under center. So I feel like Tr- uh, Robinson is in for a big game here up against a not-so-hot Lions defense. At number 11, we have D-Hop versus the LA Rams. So there's definitely going to be a lot of people pivoting heavily off of Hopkins this week because he's going up against Jalen Ramsey. But I'm not fretting a whole bunch up against Jalen Ramsey. Sure, he could definitely have a down game, and that really would not surprise me. But I feel like he should be good enough to be worthy of a top 12 start at wide receiver, strictly based off of talent alone. At number 12, we have Bobby Trees, Robert Woods up against the Arizona Cardinals on the other side of the ball in Arizona. Robert Woods has been very productive thus far this season, and this is a good matchup up against the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals don't have the greatest defense on earth, and Jared Goff seems to be the number one guy there. For fantasy points-wise, it seems like number one target, though, is definitely Cooper Cup in LA for Jared Goff. Now, on to wide receivers 13 through 24. So again, if you guys have ended up enjoying this video thus far, I'd really appreciate if you were new to hit that subscribe button. If you're not new, please make sure to hit that like button. I try not to promo myself 7 million times in this video, but it really does help me out a lot if you hit that subscribe button and that like button as well. Number 13, we have scary Terry McLaurin at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I am not going to fret in this matchup, but it's definitely scary. Definitely not an ideal matchup for Terry McLaurin, but Terry McLaurin has proved to elevate himself against not-so-great matchups, right? Even against these tougher teams, McLaurin is still elevating himself to play bigger and play better than the corners and the defense on the other side of the ball. So I think Pittsburgh Steelers are definitely a tough opponent, but I still think Terry McLaurin's able to get it done, even with a not-that-amazing wide receiver core around him because they just feed him so much they should be able to do good. At number 14, we have Tyler Lockett versus the New York Football Giants. Now, Tyler Lockett got shut down up against the Philadelphia Eagles pretty much. This week, looking for a bounce back up against the Giants. Again, him and DK Metcalf kind of have this yin and yang of the offense, but it seems like when Metcalf blows up and plays fucking amazing, Lockett doesn't do that great. In the other case, Lockett blows up. He fucks the Giants, right? Then DK Metcalf kind of deflates, and he's not, like, rock-solid, like, Viagra-style, right? But 
as a whole, you have to start both of them every single week, strictly based on the fact that the Seattle Seahawks are such a potent offense in scoring the football. They're going to have the ball a lot in this game. They're going to be scoring a lot of points. So I like Lockett here at number 14. Number 15, we have Brandon Cooks versus the Indianapolis Colts. Now, this game will truly show us how good of a receiver Brandon Cooks is at this point in his career. We've seen him in New Orleans. We've seen him in New England. We've seen him in Houston this year. But how good will he be when he is the head honcho running back, the alpha, or not running back, the alpha wide receiver on the team, the number one guy because Will Fuller tested positives for PED so he's going to be out for the next six weeks of the season missing the whole NFL season obviously because the Houston Texans are not making the fucking playoffs so how will Brandon Cooks do as the number one guy we will see in this game so I'm willing to throw him out there and feel confident as a wide receiver number two on the week but again if you're trying to play it safe you're playing up against the Colts that are a good defense that just got their back blown out by the Tennessee Titans I'm not sure how good Cooks will do in this game but I feel like based on what I've seen throughout Cooks career and how he's played this season I like him here at 15. Number 16, we have Michael Thomas at the Atlanta Falcons. Now, the Atlanta Falcons are a simpleton matchup. Except for last week when the Raiders got butt-fucked by them and the Raiders couldn't do anything up against the Atlanta Falcons defense. But Michael Thomas should be fine. But again, with Taysom Hill under center, it legitimately tanks Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas's value, especially when the wide receiver position is so fucking deep. A guy like Michael Thomas gets shot skyrocketed right out of the top 12. He gets hit with the fucking front hand, backhand outside of the top 12 and lands in top 16 because Taysom Hill doesn't air the ball out as much. Does that mean Thomas is a shit start this week? In no way am I saying that, but I'm just not seeing the upside as much with Taysom Hill. I think Drew Brees may end up returning next week. At number 17, we have Cooper Cup at the Arizona Cardinals. Again, we talked about this earlier. This is definitely, in my opinion, going going to be a higher scoring game between the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams. I like both Cup and Woods, but I definitely do prefer Woods. But Cup is definitely very safe in PPR and half PPR formats due to the amount of volume he gets in this offense. At number 18, we have Brick Hands, Deontay Johnson versus the Washington football team. This man dropped so many fucking passes up against the uh, Baltimore Ravens last week on Wednesday. It was it was absurd. But I feel a bounce back for Johnson. The guy just gets targeted so much in this Steelers offense. He seems to be the number one target on a weekly basis that it's hard to rank him outside of being a wide receiver too. And it's hard to rank him behind guys like Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster due to the safe amount of targets he gets on a weekly basis. The Washington football defense is pretty solid in the front seven, but their corners are kind of hit or miss. So I feel like Deontay Johnson should be able to have a big bounce back here. I don't expect him to drop that many balls this week against the football team. At number 19, we have DP, Devontae Parker versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, do we see Tua Tungavailoa or do we see Ryan Fitzpatrick? Because if we see Fitzpatrick, this is where I like him at number 19 and potentially even higher. Sorry, I just slapped the mic. If you're at number 19, or I mean, if you see Tua Tungavailoa go under center, then I kind of pivot back on Parker, right? I don't love him as much. Why is that? Because Tua doesn't take the chance that Fitzpatrick does, right? Parker could be double covered. Fitzpatrick will just throw the fucking ball to him, right? He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, Parker will get that ball. Tua, my favorite quarterback in the NFL because I'm a Dolphins fan, he's more of a passive kind of quarterback, right? If the guy's covered, he'll look for his next option. He'll look to dump the ball off. He'll look to try to do something else than to throw the ball to the double-covered guy, which he will learn eventually, hey, when Devontae Parker's covered by two bum-ass corners from Cincinnati, you can throw him the ball. But I don't think he knows that as of just yet, so I would pull Devontae Parker down more of a option like 25 through 32. Not a bad option with Tua, but not as good, in my opinion, as with Fitzpatrick. At number 20, we have Chase Claypool versus the Washington football team. Chase Claypool has just been scoring tutties like it's his job every single week. This guy's a beast. I got him above Juju, who's at 21. I like both wide receivers this week. 
I don't necessarily love Juju, though, because Juju seems like the most volatile of them all. He'll have a game where he gets, like, a touchdown like he did last week, and then on the next game, he just won't do jack-of-all shit. He'll be doing TikTok dances after the game, hitting the fucking Renegade on top of the other opponent's logo, but ultimately won't have a great game. So I like Johnson, then Claypool, then Juju to rank the Steelers wide receivers, but again, all three have tremendous upside due to how good this offense has looked this season. At 22, we have MP Michael Pittman at the Houston Texans. Now, Pittman had two hot games, then a down game last week. I expect that him to get red fucking hot in this game against the Houston Texans. The Texans' defense sucks cock. They frankly lost their best corner to PEDs, just like they lost their best receiver, Will Fuller, to PEDs. So I feel like Pittman should be able to get loose, foot loose, let everything hang loose with Phillip Rivers in this matchup at wide receiver 22 at 23. We have a guy that I don't feel ultra confident in, but with Dalton, I don't hate. Amari Cooper at the Baltimore Ravens. Now, Cooper was very good at the beginning of the season with Dak Prescott, then kind of shimmied off, right? But he's still been the number one guy, clearly, in my opinion, on this Dallas Cowboys offense. So he should be fine up against the Baltimore Ravens. But again, you can't love it when Dalton is starting at quarterback. At 24, we have Corey Davis. We have CD. I want to see these nuts versus the Cleveland Browns. Now, Corey Davis has been pretty solid. He's a very safe option, in my opinion, on a weekly basis. Again, I talked about the Titans. I feel like this game may be kind of run-heavy, but Davis and A.J. Brown will be able to get theirs. I don't think Davis is necessarily like a top-10 upside kind of a play, but he's a super-duper safe play as a wide receiver, too, this week up against the Cleveland Browns. Now into wide receivers 25 through 32. So again, if you ended up enjoying, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Now, Jarvis Landry absolutely laid the murder game down last week and completely outscored my expectations by a zillion. This week, he gets Tennessee, which is another case of a game where I feel like they're going to be running the ball a lot and won't be throwing the ball a lot, but Jarvis Landry performed in that situation last week, so I don't hate Landry. He's definitely a safer kind of a play here up against the Tennessee Titans. At 26, we see Cole Beasley at the San Francisco 49ers. Now, I'm not the biggest Beasley fanboy, but this guy also seems like an ultra-safe rock you throw right in your lineup every single week and is very safe. The 49ers defense is not the Niners defense of last year. They just frankly are not. Beasley has looked good as of recently. He had a down game last week, but I expect him to get back on the saddle and perform up against the Niners at 27. We have a Niners receiver, Debo Samuel versus the Buffalo Bills on, I believe, Monday Night Football. Debo Samuel uh, finally back. Now, the question is, if Ayuk plays, does Samuel just fucking retract like a turtle back into its shell, or does he ball out again? I don't know. The Buffalo defense hasn't been as great as last year at all, if I'm being completely honest with you, so I wouldn't be surprised if Samuel had a pretty solid game here at 27. At 28, we have Jacoby Myers at the Los Angeles Chargers. I don't love Jacoby Myers. He did have a hot streak of games, then kind of shriveled up like your dick in fucking water, but Los Angeles, uh, in cold water, I should say, but now against the Chargers here, this is is definitely a great matchup because the Chargers defense sucks and I feel like the Patriots though aren't going to throw the ball that much so that's why he's kind of pivoted back down here 28 to 29 we have Tyler yeah Boyd up against the Minnesota Vikings or up against the Miami Dolphins in Miami I like Tyler Boyd I hate this matchup hate it X Avian Howard, my boy X, as well as Byron Jones are no joke corners in the NFL the Dolphins have a good defense and that's not even me wearing the Dolphins' bias. I'm being completely honest with you. They have one of the better defenses in the NFL, except for against the Broncos. But Tyler Boyd here should be in for an okay spot because he's going to get fed the ball, but I don't love the upside this week against the Dolphins. At 30, we have Sterling Shepard at the Seattle Seahawks. What the fuck is with Darius Slayton, man? Darius Slayton put up a goose egg last week. He hasn't been amazing. Against Seattle, Shepard should be in for a decent spot. 
At 31, we have C.D. Lamb at the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are tough. C.D. Lamb is a tough kind of ass, but this week at wide receiver, I wasn't loving the guys at the back end here. They all have a little bit of tough matchups, and there's not a lot of receivers I love this week, so C.D. Lamb gets a spot at 31. And at 32, we have a guy that, in my opinion, could legitimately be a top 10 wide receiver this week or do nothing, D.J. Chark at the Minnesota Vikings. Chark has not been great this season. That scares me. The Minnesota Vikings defense is bad, so he could play very strong, but he could also not do too hot. So let me know what you guys think about DJ Chark down below in the comments. Am I very much off having him at 32, or am I more on what your guys' perception is of Chark? Because to be honest with you, Chark has been very hit or miss this season. So thank you guys so much for watching this video. If you did end up enjoying, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. I would appreciate it a lot. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure that if you're new, hit that subscribe button. But if you're not new, hit that like button and leave a comment. I love you all. Again, overlay DM. DFS.com. Check that out. I'd really appreciate it. You're gonna you're to appreciate it too because you can win some easy cash on OverlayDFS.com. I love you all as always. Good boy.